This is All Things Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. Today we are reviewing season three of Gen Q episode six. 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 Question question for the universe? Questions for the universe? I'm pretty sure it's six. Yeah. 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 Um before we jump into that though, I wanted to talk about how we are still waiting for a league of their own. League of their own. Yeah. I mm-hmm. always get it mixed up as, as if it's a league of their own or a league of our own. Yeah. League of their own still has not been like there's been no announcement for season two, which I just think is absolutely bonkers that we're still waiting. Yeah. And it, it was so popular. And the what are they waiting for? I wish I knew. But meanwhile, Yellow Jackets just got renewed for like 10 seasons. So <laughs> good to go there. Yeah. The, the would, one lesbian couple. Yes. But I would love to do reviews of Yellow Jackets season one because one, I like the show, but two, I never finished the season. Oh, but oh, we should. Finished we should. the last few episodes that I didn't see. So. Yeah. How do you not finish the show? Like you just don't care about knowing what the what happened? I I was pretty invested in the beginning and then I stopped paying attention like real closely. So I just wasn't as engaged when I stopped watching. That so, happened, but reversed to me. Like the first few episodes, I like could not tell you what happened. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh wait. And then I had to go back and rewatch them. So I was like, I missed something somewhere. Sure. I thought it had some parallels to Cruel Summer, which I really did like. That was on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the whole like present time flashback sort yeah. of. Thing. And I know that there's a there's a character that's going to be an adult in season two. Is it Van who mm-hmm. suspected that they were alive? Or it was un- it was unclear. Basically. Well, if you watch the finale, it will be clear to you why Van is going to be in season two can't wait and why some uh, other you, 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 you'll we'll watch we'll watch again we'll, yeah <clears throat> perfect and we could do a league of our own their own <laughs> league of their own yeah which oh, one of my favorites that's oh, all I, I didn't know if there was a lead up to that you were like <laughs> no I'm choking so I was gonna pause to <laughs> gonna get water I didn't know you had like a picture of Carson and Greta at your bedside that you wanted to show me or something <laughs> I do but it's still in the envelope because I still haven't hung it up I love it I have like two two or three a league of their own artworks nice. so yeah th- this musical episode you had just asked me before we started recording my thoughts and I'm somewhere in the middle yeah, I was pleasantly surprised um, because as someone who loves musical theater, I think musical episodes can be really cringy. I haven't seen a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this worked, one, because it was a dream sequence, basically. Yeah. So we knew it wasn't, they weren't singing in reality. They weren't singing their life. They weren't singing their day. It was a dream, yeah. which works. It's not like all of a sudden, you know, in Grey's Anatomy, they're operating on someone and then they break into song with a scalpel. <laughs> this is like, they're in a dream. They're clearly dreaming. This is supposed to be camp and over the top. 
So that's why I think I enjoyed it. And it's only 20 minutes of the episode. Oh, like the actual singing? Yeah, like the actual singing is really only like, the whole dream sequence is about 20 minutes. Um, Because if you look at the album, like the musical episode album, it's only 15 minutes. And when I, when I did my little timing of it, it was about, it came out to about 20 minutes, the whole thing. So. I thought that it was interesting that the like focal points were Sophie, Alice and Shane. And I was shocked that Daniela didn't find a way to be a part of that little employee retreat somehow because she's done so much work for the Alice show. She, she's the one who booked it she she booked the tickets <laughs> right she knows she's got the plug so um but I also look at IMDb and the episode got 5.1 stars seems offensive that they like the official release date was Christmas day I don't know I take that a little personally yeah I feel like if we're going to release any episode on Christmas day it should be a Bet and Tina centric episode but whatever we can't win anything yeah and no angie this episode oh you're right there was no angie this episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i feel like next episode's going to be heavy like episode seven will be heavy angie mm-hmm. heavy danny heavy leo mm-hmm. micah, mika micah yeah mika micah your favorite character <laughs> that's why i say leo all the time because i can i'm always confused um the episode opens with Shane having all sorts of escapades with ladies in Alice's living room. Is that an orgy? Like, would that be considered an orgy? Yeah, yes. Sure. I didn't want to tweet then. Someone would be like, it's actually a five simpler. And it's like, I don't forget it. Um, yeah, I mean, of course, Shane is like just walking around with some strangers because that's what Shane does, right? On Alice's couch. Shane is in a deep spiral and acting out as she does. Yes. I do love that when they're talking about going on this trip and when they arrive, Shane kind of bursts Alice's bubble. It's like, you realize this isn't for work. Like, this is for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It is true. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I you know I don't know I think you're right that it worked because it was a dream sequence um I think that most shocking because we found out ahead of time that Dana was coming back that would have probably been the most shocking aspect of the episode if we didn't know which I'm so angry that I knew I'm so angry that I knew because the way that they shot it was a great reveal yep and I'm so sick of someone saying to me but you could have guessed I could have guessed but that doesn't mean I knew yeah i didn't want to see the screenshot the morning of yeah we could have, how yeah. was there a screenshot why was there a screenshot how did someone even get that we could have guessed that tina and bet would recreate their gallery you know conversation i guess that's the thing that sucks is like why why did we know why have we known so much about what's to come in these episodes it's just it but really, we also don't know anything because I feel like we don't know anything about episode seven. We don't know anything about episode eight. Yeah. We only know one thing about nine and possibly 10, but like. Yeah. Um, but I tweeted, I think last week that 
The most shocked I've ever been with this show is when Tina showed up on Bed's Doorstep in season one of Gen Q. And that was because I wasn't a part of the fandom yet. And I miss being blissfully unaware. Yes, I miss being blissfully unaware. Like I miss it all being a surprise. The L word, the original series was a full surprise to me. Because Every episode. It. Oh, I remember just sitting in my bed, like screaming at the TV. Cause I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I will say that um, I did enjoy, I really enjoyed the Alice and Dana scenes in this episode. And I think one of the reasons why I really enjoyed them is because, um, and I know you and Caitlin had talked about this too, that it really had like the OG feel, like really brought us back. And Dana and Alice friends or together were such a big part of the original series in the, in the first few seasons together. Like it was, it was just, that's, that's just like the, so much of the essence of the show right there. Yeah. It was very familiar. Yes. Yes. And I liked that. Rosani really can sing. Like, I felt like I knew that and I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. She's amazing. So that was what, that's actually what I was leading up to is my biggest surprise of it was her rap verse. I wasn't ready. For I wasn't ready for that. All of a sudden it changed. And I was like, I was like, oh, I can't listen to this. I'll listen to this in like my spare time. And then it changed to the rap. And I said, we had a rap. I was like, I get it. But like, we had it like at a rap. Mm-hmm. It was a great 11 o'clock number. Like on Broadway, that would happen. It's the I want song. It's the me song. It's the, right. I'm going to get it. I'm going to have, get what I want type of song. It was great. I guess the thing that is frustrating though about where this episode lands in sequence with all of the episodes of Gen Q is that I think it's a big disservice to to Alice that we had to wait all of this time for her to now just realize that she's trying to find Dana and all of the people that she's dating and in a relationship with. Um, I, I think that just kind of sucks because we could have found we could have that could have been revealed many episodes ago i feel yeah so that's kind of a bummer to me Mm -hmm. and i like and i think that's what one of my problems with this season was when they were like oh everyone's gonna find the one and i was like but alice already had the one and i feel like for me i personally and this is like a very unpopular opinion i'd almost rather have alice just end up alone at this point because no one is going to be dana and like no one's going to be Tasha and like honestly like Nat I really loved Alice and Nat together and I think why they would have worked like as Endgame is because Nat wasn't supposed Nat wasn't like replacing anyone that Alice loved before Mm -hmm. and they worked really well together but also we were introduced to them as a couple already so there was like a known history yeah already there so it was like but when you take that away it's like I don't want to I don't need to watch Alice find fall in love because like we've already watched her fall in love like mm-hmm. we've already seen it and it's like hard for me as a viewer again personal opinion because mm-hmm. I don't think she's gonna love anyone as much as she's loved Dana right. or even Tasha like and I think with them with Dana saying like oh this person already kind of knows me and then Alice saying that it's like basically it's leading up to the fact that it's Tom I don't think it's Tom I think also they may I'm really hoping that they like one over on us and they're like haha you thought we were going to say tom we bring tom back but it's not actually tom who do you think it could be i think it could be tasha 
That'd be cool. That would be, that would be a surprise. That would be a, a true surprise. That'd be a great surprise that I don't want anyone to say. I don't want, I don't want anyone to tell me. I don't want someone then, I don't want it to happen. Someone goes, oh, I've known for a month. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's not, I, I just want to watch the show. And whether like we get like concrete facts about what's going to happen or just like little pieces, I don't want any of it. Really. I don't. I don't want to speculate like this whole thing with there's going to be this sex scene with Bet and Tina and it's going to be in a fridge. Like, can we just like chill? We have like a couple more weeks. Can we just like get there? And I don't know why like, you're building up like, all this hype. I feel like the way I found out about the fridge scene was it turned from there'll be sex in a kitchen near a refrigerator mm-hmm. to all of a sudden sex inside a fridge. And I was like, how did we get from one thing to the other? Right. And where's the truth? Right. Imagine there's no sex in a fridge or a freezer. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I am sad that Laurel and Jennifer, from what we can, what we know and what we've seen, they were not on set when Aaron Daniels was there. And that, that really upset me. Yeah. That makes me really sad. I really wish they could have had that moment. Um, I'm actually shocked that Jennifer didn't come to set whatever laurel is not she's a guest star anyways but i'm shocked that laurel or jennifer did not come to set jennifer was in the woods <laughs> she's hugging trees she's on her own she was like camping with eileen and hugging trees and in a tent and uh luckiest girl alive i think came out around that time the time timing was probably pretty close um not that she had some major role in that movie but she had a role nonetheless yeah um yeah i think those are really <laughs> the only other note i have is that so sorry if you can hear my dog whining <laughs> i thought that was you i was like wow <laughs> the only other note i have is that so much of the musical is about how sophie's portion is how you know it's all about me and my question is sophie when the fuck has it not been about you? But I think in this in this area, it's kind of, I think it's valid because I feel like Finley is really leaning on Sophie. Mm, okay. And so I think, and I think Finley is just taking a lot from Sophie. Mm. Or I don't think Sophie took that much from Danny. I think Sophie wanted more emotional connection with Danny. Like I think what, mm-hmm. what Sophie wanted from Danny was different. But I think what Finley is taking from Sophie is more, um, intense and like more draining yeah no you're right we do see that in the beginning of the episode especially where she's putting like she knows Sophie's leading to on this trip and she's pushing her about the car and being there and like making her feel guilty yeah and I don't like that and I feel like Finley's doing it because it's Finley's way of getting back at her over Dre yeah yep and that's not cool either no and I think we all knew like they had to break up, like they had to break up. And then, so last episode, Tess and Shane break up. And then this episode, Shane goes back to Tess and like asks to try again. And then we find out Tess's mom dies, which I feel like I tweeted that was going to happen at some point. I was like, oh, I feel like Tess's mom's going to die. Mm-hmm. At that point, she had moved to the nursing home, right? She wasn't living in the house. No, they could have kept her in the nursing home. Like she didn't have to die. So I was like, oh, well, they had to write her off. I said, yeah, they put her in a nursing home. Yeah, right. So she's dead and Shane wants to get her act together. 
Alice is going to be, you know, seeing Tom next episode and Sophie and Finley break up. Thank God. Yeah. And Alice is getting a cat next episode. Cool. Um, I went and looked at the promo photos for this week's episode. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah and Fletcher's in the next episode. That'll be exciting. I wonder how that's going to happen. I like that she's playing herself. No more like weird guest stars popping in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, what song do we think Fletcher's going to sing? I feel like it's going to be something from her new album because it's an album release. Yeah. So, but um, if she sang like Sex yeah. With My Ex, that would be awesome. Of course, if she sang Bitter, that would be amazing. But you're right. She's probably going to sing something from her new album. Yeah, she's probably singing something from Girl of My Dreams. Maybe Back um, So Hot? Maybe. I was also thinking like she could be singing like for Carrie. Yeah. I love you, bitch. Yeah. I think it's going to depend on what the vibe is of where they're at. Yeah. She could sing Sting. I am not super privy to her new album. Um, oh. I need to listen some more. I've listened like one time through. Uh, I, do oh, I clicked on the deluxe one. I was like, why are all these new songs on? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's really cool. doesn't else much else to the episode. We really have like nothing to say because like what what is there to say? Also, there's like barely anything happening. I will say, I will say, the dancers that they hired as the background dancers for the amazing. Yeah, they did. I loved the themes for everybody. Um, it made me want to be a little navy sailor for Halloween (laughs) next year. Yeah. Um, And I enjoyed that it was like black and white for Sophie. Yeah. And I think everyone had really good behind the scenes um, photos and videos that they posted. I think that was also yeah. really Finally, relevant. we get some behind the scenes content. Thanks so much. The musical episode we never asked for. Now you're giving us all this BTS. Yeah. Wait, did you, did you watch the Marja video about the behind the scenes for the episode? No, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Neither could I. The minute her face showed up, I turned it off. Yeah, it's probably for the best. So we got what? We got three episodes left. Seven, eight, four. Is there ten? There's ten. Yeah. So we have seven, eight, nine, and ten. And we got four left. Wow. It can only go up from here. It can go back down. I guess. We started so high, it just kept it went down. Yeah. So. And we might get a season four. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So that's all we got. Do we have anything motivational to say at the end of this today? This is like 15 minutes long. People are like, oh, <laughs> the episode it's here. Like the one time Zoom isn't giving me a cutoff. There's no 40 minute limit this time. All the times that we've needed it in the past. I hope everyone had a wonderful little holiday season. Um, I hope no one is in Buffalo and is getting and is in danger. Um, yeah, because that's crazy as hell. If you haven't seen what's going on in Buffalo, I highly recommend looking it up. Yeah, my holiday was super low key. So was mine. Mine, my, yours was even more low key than mine, but mine was mine was pretty chill. Like we couldn't have asked for a smoother Christmas, in my opinion. So. I saw this on Instagram and it's not like 
it's not like our usual mantra sort of things that we talk about. It's mm -hmm. a it's a quote of a tweet and it says, a girl on TikTok just said, I would rather adjust my life to your absence than adjust my boundaries to accommodate your disrespect. And I think that a lot of people need to take that and really engrave it into their soul. Yeah, I read that too this morning. I saw that you liked it. It's a good one. It was a good one. So, so that's where we leave you. Yep. Thanks to all the listeners, especially our number one listener, Pluto. Thank you. Girl. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Keep listening, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry that this is so, we're as defeated as we sound. I'm, I'm so tired. I also texted Britt today and I was like, I think they hate us. They hate us. I was like, they don't hate us. Also, what was funny today is Britt and I both have like basically matching fans at our desks at work. <laughs> that we both just discovered today. Yeah, we both sent each other a photo of our, of our desk fans today. Mind you, it's freezing outside. Yeah, it's freezing outside. And we're both like, Francesca's like, I barely own gloves. I was like, I didn't even wear my winter coat into the office today. It's in the car. So uh, any other hot-blooded bitches out there? <laughs> I did get a compliment on my skin today. My boss said that my skin is so nice. And I said, thank you. Thank you. I use $8 CVS cleanser. <laughs> you read my tweet. I, and then... <laughs> I know. I love that. I get compliments on my skin a lot too. And they're like, what do you do? What do you use? I don't wear makeup. Same. That's... I don't wear makeup. And I only recently really got into my skincare routine. Um, but I, I, until I was like 28, 29, I didn't even wash my face regularly. Wow. Yeah, I do now. I'm yeah. all routine now, but for a long time, I wasn't. I, I will say I had bad acne as a kid. So I went through it. Like I did it. I yeah. did my time during puberty, everyone. This clear skin was worked for. I worked for it, but I never had to take like medicine or do anything like, but it was really just like, I, I never wore makeup. Like I've never worn makeup. I never went through a makeup phase. I wear it only on special occasions um, where someone is actually applying it to my face. Mm -hmm. I, if I apply it to my face, I'm only putting on eyeshadow. I never put, I never put um, foundation on my yeah. face. And I think that it makes all the difference. I think that was like the number one thing. Like I never was someone when I had pimples was like putting foundation on my face to hide it. Right. So I think that's the key. So stop putting makeup on your face. Everyone, you could have clear skin like me. <laughs> well, and I also just don't know how to like properly apply makeup. So I, I never yeah. learned and I just leave it to the pros. I have a, a good friend who always does it for me anytime I need it done. So um, my mother wears a full face every day and I still don't know how to put my own makeup on. Yeah. Like you, how did that get lost in translation? Like, how did she not ever sit me down and show me how to put makeup on? I feel the same. My, and my mother's a fantastic cook and I do not know how to cook at all. I did learn how to cook. I'm really happy for you. I'm 28 years old and I got a spatula for Christmas and I was so excited. I yelled. I was like, it's a new spatula. <laughs> oh, speaking of age, I did turn 33 yesterday. You did turn 33 yesterday. You really like to keep your birthday low key. Mm. I was worried for a minute there. You weren't even going to wish me a happy birthday. But right before you texted me, I was going to literally text you and say, could a bitch get a happy birthday around here? <laughs> At first I was like, oh, maybe she's just not on Twitter. Like I know sometimes- I really wasn't on Twitter all day. But... I'm like, she is on Twitter. No, okay. First of all, 
I will just I want to I want to say one I wasn't really on Twitter that day and I never saw a single tweet about your birthday which I mean I should just know that it was your birthday we've talked about it so many times that it's the day after Christmas <laughs> I wasn't really on Twitter yesterday because I had a very I ended up having a busy morning mm -hmm. and my timeline is very messed up I do not see oh yeah yours is pretty jacked mine's so jacked up I don't see anything and that's why sometimes I will like I'll, I'll just go to all my friends' pages and just read what they posted for the day. And that's why people might get 20 likes for me at yeah, once because right. I don't, I don't know what's on my timeline. It is apparently people I follow, but it's not the people I interact with mm -hmm. and I get everyone's fucking retweets. And I don't, I've tried doing home. I've tried doing current time. I've tried, I cannot get it to where I could see the people I want to see. And I don't want to have to keep muting people because I shouldn't have to mute. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've tried logging in and out. I've tried, I've tried so many things. I've Googled it. My timeline is literally the same for people and it's people I don't speak to. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. I only follow 500 accounts. It's not even like I follow all these people. Well, maybe what you could do is use one of your 18 private accounts and only follow the people that you actually want to see their content so that you can always go there because you know it's going to be relevant. I mean, I do do that on my one private, but I don't go on private a lot for um, PTSD reasons. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, so I don't really go on private much. I'll post, I'll tweet on private, but I don't scroll my timeline on private. Okay, that's fair. That's which fair. I've also had to tell people because I'm like, I'm not like not reading your private tweets. I'm just like really not there. And I've gotten better at trying to scroll and like not letting certain things bother me, but I got into a habit of just not checking um, the same way I don't check Facebook anymore. But all in all, I did wish you a happy birthday and you had a birthday. You came post. in the 11th hour and, left and wished me happy birthday. <laughs> I felt awful. I did. I did feel terrible. It's okay. I, I and now I'll never forget. I'll, I, now after this, I will never, ever forget. Um, well, and Francesca and I are in a, in a group chat, but Caitlin and Phoebe both wished me a happy birthday um separately so that's one reason mm -hmm. and but it's no one's I, responsibility to remind me that it's your birthday but my own no but I'm saying like that might have been one of the ways that you were reminded and it just didn't happen but also um I just haven't been super active on Twitter yeah so I'm not surprised that like no one really knew we also, also had like, it, like I don't have I don't have a ton of super close friends in the fandom outside of a few of you so mm -hmm. everyone else is just kind of like just twitter just fandom stuff yeah that was like when i wished casey a happy birthday and like to her like she's not really on twitter because she's very busy right now with like personal life and stuff yeah. and people just used my my post to wish her happy birthday because like the girl was not the girl was not coming on twitter to say it's my birthday no no. And Twitter is one of the, the apps that you have to, you have to say it's your birthday. Otherwise, no one's coming to your profile to see it's your birthday. It's not like no. Facebook where it will show you. Yeah. The only thing that I have going for me is that my birthday is on a holiday and I don't even expect people to remember that either. So, cause it's not like a real holiday. I mean, it is a real holiday, but it's not a real holiday. And I have a friend whose birthday is actually on Christmas and I did fail to wish her a happy birthday for that reason. Yeah. So she wished me a happy birthday yesterday. And they said, oh, how was your birthday? My, 
I was just gonna say, I feel for her because everything's always closed on her birthday. She can't do like a true birthday dinner unless she goes to some like obscure place. Yeah, I feel that. I just never have anyone to celebrate my birthday with. I'm sorry. It's okay. Like normally my, so my grandmother will like invite me over, but I have to eat corned beef and cabbage because <laughs> no one eats more corned beef and cabbage on St. Patrick's Day than an Italian family. I guarantee you. You ask any of your Italian friends, what are they eating on St. Patrick's Day? Corned beef and cabbage. You ask anyone else, nothing. They're not doing it. Just fucking Italian people. My husband loves corned beef hash and he is Italian. So. I don't get it. We love salted meat. That's why. There it is. Yeah. I literally went home favorite. from Christmas with a bag of prosciutto. <laughs> that's like um, but I, one for breakfast. Is that? The what's for breakfast? Oh, I've, I've had it once. I've never tried it. Interesting. You don't make it for him on his birthday. I did. You, we not just go over that. I don't cook. He cooked for No, we go out for his birthday. Does he do all the cooking then? Does he cook for you? Yeah, he does all the cooking. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I know. I'm spoiled. I, I know it. <laughs> I already know. So that's why I was never forced to learn how to cook. I had a mom that cooked for me my whole life, and then I moved in with my husband, and he continue the trend <laughs> i mean that's great yeah it's awesome for me cool <laughs> i am um, complaining no i know you i'm i'm I, I'm, I'm i'm envious i wish someone would cook for me and there i am fucking slaving over a hot pan every night <laughs> my microwavable fro- trader joe's yeah, frozen I was say, you're throwing your the trader joe's meals in the microwave you need someone else to push the buttons for you damn it <laughs> No, I made mac and cheese the other day, like homemade. Yeah. I made homemade. Oh, I made like this mushroom white wine chicken. I actually know how to cook. I'm just lazy and I don't like doing it. And it's also really hard to cook for one person. Yeah. (sighs) But I now forgot what else I was going to say about this whole thing. But I did get excited because my mom got me a little waffle maker and it's a single serving waffle maker. So they make little baby waffles for my little single person self. And they look like honeycombs. I thought she was going to save that for my birthday, but no, I got it. Do you know what I asked Cameron to make me for my birthday? What? Buffalo chicken dip. That's a good one. Yeah, it was delicious. Random, but I did a few weeks. Yeah, a few weeks ago, I guess at this point, I went out to eat for brunch and we got an appetizer of buffalo wings but they're not really buffalo wings. They were mushrooms. It was vegan. It was so good. No, it was so good. Like I need these again in my life. They were fried mushrooms in buffalo sauce. Yeah. So good. It looked like chicken. It was like chicken battered. There is a vegan joint in Milwaukee that they do um, cauliflower bites. It's all like comfort food. So they do cauliflower Mm -hmm. bites and they do like a sweet chili. I'd die for those. I bathe in the sauce, honestly, but it's a hundred percent vegan place and they do like some pretty cool shit and they have some good flavors. I, it's really all about flavoring and texture. Like it really is that, that, that's all it is. Like vegan, like eating vegan is delicious. Yes, I agree. I had a bang and a vegan chicken sandwich with vegan bacon on waffles one time. Yep. I'm not against it. I, I don't know that I could be vegan, but I'll eat it if I'm given the opportunity to do so. Yeah, I don't seek it out, but like my friend's vegan, so we just eat a lot of it. 
Yep. And it works for me because I'm lactose intolerant. So I could always get a milkshake and not get sick. Amen. Amen to that. This has been um, another riveting episode of All Things Podcast. Yeah. I'm Brittany. I'm Francesca. See you next time. We'll see you next time.